Welcome to the Entrepreneur Bike. We are host Sarah Peel. This is the podcast where we discuss all things related to entrepreneurship, running a startup, creating your dream business, and chasing your dream. I am your host Sarah Peel. This is episode 27. On this week, I decided we're going to talk about something I've talked a little bit about in previous episodes. Um, it's something that you're seeing more and more of all the time. You're hearing about it, you're reading about it, you're, you're probably very familiar with this platform. And while this platform has done some good for certain people, at the same time, it has a very uh, known record of scams and scam artists and con artists using them, as well as the fact that it just, it, to me, it just seems wrong. And I'll explain why. That is the topic of crowdfunding. So crowdfunding, if you're not familiar with it, is some of those sites that you see things like um, uh, GoFundMe, and then there are ones designed for people who want to start a company, start a product line, even ones for musicians out there who need funding to help them record an album or do a tour or whatever. Um, if you Google crowdfunding, you'll come across with plenty of sites and a lot of articles on why they suggest crowdfunding and how it works, which I know you're probably going to think, well, if most people like it and suggest it, then why don't you? Which is a good question. That's what this episode is going to be about. So to give a little bit of history of crowdfunding, the crowdfunding got started out mostly by people trying to use it to help pay like emergency bills. Um, it was probably most like GoFundMe example is probably most and best known for people asking for money to help them pay off medical bills, sometimes student loans. There's even been crowdfunding sites for people who want plastic surgery, which is not tied directly to GoFundMe, but there are other ones you can look up uh, if that is what you so feel inclined to do. Um, but basically, it's a way for people to give money, they could do it anonymously, or they could do it with their name, to help somebody reach a financial goal they have set for themselves so they can do whatever they need to do, whether that's buying a washing machine, buying a house, paying for a stolen camera um, that was stolen from them and that they didn't own, things along those lines, uh, medical bills, vacations, uh, business startups. So you probably are familiar with it. If you haven't been living under a rock for the past probably, I don't know, five or six years. And it seems like each year the crowdfunding movement just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, like I said, that could be a good thing, but it could be a bad thing. So let's go why I'm not really a big fan of crowdfunding. As someone who started a business uh, over 10 years ago, it would be 11, 11 years ago this March, you know, I purposely went seeking out for a way to make money to start a business that had a low startup cost, mainly because I didn't have the money. I knew I wouldn't be able to get a bank, a traditional bank loan that many startups and entrepreneurs have had to go and seek out many, many times over in the past probably hundreds of years since entrepreneurship has been really in existence. Um, you know, knowing that, knowing my limitations and knowing that I wasn't going to go and ask people I know for money because, you know, A, chances are I wouldn't have gotten it and I don't blame them because it's not, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And unfortunately, a lot of people are really good or bad sales pitch, have good or bad sales pitch depending on what you want to believe. But I purposely sought out something that had a low start cost. And I think that's something that more people need to take into account. Because not only is there the cost of start, but you also have to think about the cost of the function and being able to do something successfully. So an example of this, you know, I knew that I needed to do something that was going to be basically all completely digital, something that Basically, I already either had access to or I could get access to for a low amount of money and something that didn't really take any money to ship, print, design whatsoever. And that was where I came up with freelance writing, which I don't regret that. I think that was a smart choice. And I think that we need to see more people make those decisions. You know, um, if you don't have money for something, you know, get creative, get crafty. Um, you know, don't go asking people for money for something. You know, And also another thing is a lot of times, you know, 
for an entrepreneur and for most businesses, which statistically this is, you know, you can find this information statistically if you wish to do so. I know this is probably not the most confident or uh, helpful in terms of just being an entrepreneur podcast, but it is a truth and it is a reality that I think a lot of people need to be aware of. And that is most businesses do fail within or shut down within the first five years of existence, which it makes sense if you think about it. business is not not everyone is meant to run a business um, and that's okay you know that's not how the world works not everybody can do everything and you know some people maybe they want to do it, but maybe they didn't find the right idea maybe they didn't execute it rightly maybe they had the wrong partners if they were not just doing it themselves there's tons of different things why something could fail but because of that it's a huge risk for people to banks to put money towards someone to have a startup. So, you know, that's another thing to consider. Now, I know crowdfunding has kind of replaced that. A lot of people feel like they can get the support and backers they need without the traditional sense of a bank backing them, which is true. And usually people who do crowdfunding, they are aware and have realized there is a risk tied to it where this might never come to fruition. They might be uh, swindled for money. They could be being scammed. Whatever along those lines, I think most people who are, or I hope most people who do donate are aware of this because it is always that risk and chance as with anything in life. Um, but crowdfunding has kind of taken that risk away from the banks and put it more or less on the consumers. But there's a couple of different things why this could be a messy thing in a lot of ways. So when you think about money is something that everybody believes in and everybody likes and wants um you know money is a huge thing it's a big part of our life whether we want it to be or not to be society looks upon money as a, a powerful platform a platform that can help people um you know money is equated to power and with that being said people can be very stingy with their money but there can be people who are also they think well if i'm paying for something then i should have a big a big chunk or say in this and that kind of comes into play where I'm going with this so let's say you do decide to start a startup you need money you couldn't get a bank loan or you decided to forego that and you went to go and ask for a startup let's say you did get somebody to donate um let's say ten thousand maybe you won't need eight thousand or somebody donated you ten thousand just one person alone through crowdfunding and you say great this is more than enough money for me to start it this will be money that will also help me kind of run my business for a little bit while get off the ground because again most businesses don't turn a profit for the first couple of years again this is statistically information that you can statistically based information that you can find online with a simple google search if you choose not to believe me i do suggest people to always do their research and look things up if they don't want to take people's uh advice or information about word value you should be able to do research yourself especially if you do wish to be an entrepreneur um, but let's say so somebody was donated that so they think this is great this is more than i need so they go ahead and get started with their business. Let's say their business was printing t-shirts. Um, so they decided, okay, they paid for some designs. They found the manufacturer. They found the printing service. And they found who uh, they're going to ship it through. And they found the packaging information along with the marketing plan. Because without business, you need a market. You know, for business, you can't have a business without a marketing plan. You need a marketing plan. So that's something big to think about when you're going into business as well. So they have all this planned out. They start working on it. Let's say they put an order in for thousand shirts of a certain design that they're starting out with they have their uh, website set up their um web cart that they decide to sell on they're not going to sell it through a different platform they're going to sell it through their own website they have an ad campaign going on through facebook and google they have their social media they're connecting with influencers on social media they're getting their word out there but let's say one of the people who the person who donated the ten thousand decided okay I want a free shirt because I want to see what I'm my money's going to. I want to make sure that I'm getting my value out of it. 
So the person said, okay, no problem. You gave me this money. I'm going to go ahead and give you the shirt. So you send them a shirt. The person who gave them money finds out that they didn't like, they don't like the design. They don't like the quality of the material. They don't like the quality of the print. They didn't like how it was shipped. They didn't like how it was packaged. Any of those factors could come into play. Let's say in this case, this person was unhappy with everything. They were unhappy with the complete and total package that they were were provided with for the return of their money. So they contact the person to do money and say, hey, you know, I don't like this and this and this. Well, obviously, the entrepreneur who started it is going to say, well, this is my business and I'm happy with how I'm doing it, so I'm going to do it. But then there comes the issue where the person who donated money is going to say, well, I gave you the money. I donated it, so I should have a say in this. I want a, a little bit of control over how this business is ran because I provided the money. So as you can see, People might come back. You might not think of this when you're seeing the money come in, you're seeing the donations pour in, and you might be thinking, this is great. You know, no one's going to come back and say, I owe them something. But that's not the reality of how life works, especially when it comes to money. Somebody's going to say, you owe somebody something all the time. Look at all the celebrities who have distant relatives coming out of the woodwork, asking for money, asking for donations. Um, just look at Meghan Merkel's parents for crying out loud. I mean, her father, at least. He's coming out of the world trying to get all this money and fame, and he's riding this wave of her being a princess, being married to Prince Harry, and he can get all this money off of it. He's using his ties to her to benefit himself. So this isn't unusual. This isn't something that's just tied to people who become royalty. This isn't tied to people of certain, uh, you know, millionaire status, billionaire status, anything along those lines. It happens to everyone, especially if you reach a certain level of success and you kind of become well-known for it or you kind of have a lot of money for it. People are going to come out of the work and they're going to start expecting you to owe them. So that's one reason why I'm against it, even though I know probably some people will say, well, you know, sites like GoFundMe, they have a protection thing to help the people from this, etc., etc. Well, that might be true. That doesn't mean there won't be people who will find a way to get around a loophole and still say they owe something. Even look at people on YouTube, for example. People who don't pay any money to these YouTubers at all whatsoever. All they do is they watch their videos, they watch their ads, help people get paid, and they feel like these YouTubers owe them something. So don't think that that won't come up as a possibility with crowdfunding, because it certainly can and will, and I most guarantee I'm sure there's people who've had that issue come up, whether you hear about it or not. It's kind of something, one of those things that's going to be really difficult to avoid if you do this. Another reason why I don't like it is begging. So, you know, I know a lot of people probably think, well, how is that not different from going to banks and asking for loans? Which is very true in a lot of ways. Um, I could say, you know, I can see your point. But usually when you go to a bank, you have to have a presentation. You have to have a nice little pamphlet to hand over for them to look through and explain your idea from start to finish and answer any questions and concerns that this bank may have. That's not really the case of crowdfunding. Crowdfunding, you just kind of say, hey, look at me. I have this idea. You can be very basic and simple. You don't have to explain anything, but say, I need this amount of money. You are basically begging and panhandling for that money online, which you could be honest about what you want to do with the money or not be, you know? There's no way to see for sure if that person is serious about it. There's no prototype. There's nothing. Now, there are some, like I said, platforms for crowdfunding where, you know, they do have um, things they give back to people who go ahead and uh, pay money. So like there's perks you can get for some of them, which is great. And I mean, don't get me wrong, those perks can be helpful, especially something you believe in. I know um, I've done a couple crowdfunding for, well, one crowdfunding thing for um, Joel and Benji Madden of Good Charlotte fame. And I did get actually a CD of theirs, a signed CD, which was great. Uh, that was the perk of that, which that I'm not against. Those things you do see. 
But for people who are starting up or wanting to start up, you don't really see the benefit of that. You know, you don't really know if they're being honest. Um, I've had someone I am aware of, I'm not super close to, but I know they lied about a certain instance that happened to them in their life, and they tried to scam money out of people. Now, granted, this wasn't starting up a business, but I'm using an example of how easy it is for somebody on crowdfunding where they don't have anything to prove, they don't have to do anything, they can just come up with a story, post it, and basically reap the benefits of that said money that's an issue. You know, I think that puts a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. I know it does for me even. I mean, to this point, it kind of makes me avoid those types of services and sites. But I think they're unnecessary. I think they are not the best things you could do out there. There are better options. And like I said, you know, it's better to play it safe and sorry by going through an alternative way to fund your own dream, whether that be going to a bank and asking for a loan where you have to have a lot more prepared, planned out, details, prototypes, things along those lines, or even starting up a different smaller business, maybe a completely digital business to help fund your other business goals, as I have previous episodes about that you can check out if you want. Uh, but speaking of, I know this is probably going to seem a little bit inappropriate to add into this, but if you do like this podcast and you think I have sound advice and want more information, please feel free to subscribe um, where you'll be donating a monthly fee to help this podcast. Um, but I think my advice is sound solid and I think a lot of people do find it beneficial from some of the people who have reached out to me and told me so. So if you want to show your support and help continue this podcast and get better quality equipment, that would be fantastic. You should be able to see the option to subscribe on whatever platform you choose to listen to this podcast on. Um, But something like those lines where you're actually getting something in return. So I'm not against Patreon or anything like that where you do have to usually, not everyone, I haven't seen everyone give back to people who use Patreon. Not all creators do that, but most creators do feel the need to do that. I'm not against things like that. But, and like I said, in the case, let's say somebody decides they want to get um, a nose job. So they come up with this mock business concept and idea, and they go and they raise money for it through this thing and say they have a business idea. And people donate, they reach their money, they cash out, they go and get the surgery done. They don't have to do anything else to further prove their point in terms of this is going to be used for a business. So as you can see, my point of view here is there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of questions, and just it's not the best way to go around running a business in my personal opinion which is why I think that you know crowdfunding is kind of cheapens the deal and doesn't make you seem like a very serious business and not probably the best way to go about reaching that funding um, another thing that I have an issue with is the fees so like with most platforms you're going to use uh, you know they have to take a chunk of money out themselves so they can actually um, reach or pay their hosting and advertising etc legal teams because you know they have to have legal teams uh, like I said deals with money and anything that deals with money is a very touchy subject among many people across broad reaches of social economic status anything along those lines so you know they have to have legal teams and because of that they take a fee out now depending on however much you set that your goal to be etc the bigger the amount the bigger their fee they're going to take out. And that means you what people are raising and giving to you, you probably won't be actually getting the whole total amount you set the goal to, depending on what platform you use, what service, how much ever your set goal was. So that's something to consider as well. It's not something that probably would give you a whole lot of wiggle room. You know, you'd have to literally like think about down to dollar, take into calculations. And you know, in this day and age, Math is not a strong point for many people. Um, it really isn't. And because of that, I think sites like some of those sites that go fund me, they take advantage of it and know, okay, 
you know, we can make a good killing off the backs of people trying to give and be helpful to others. And because of that, you're not going to, you have to kind of try out smart them with your calculations and figure out, okay, how much is the fee they're going to actually take from the money I set and then base it off of that. But the prize loopholes and things along those lines, if you look at the terms and conditions very carefully for them. So something to consider as well in terms of, you know, what you need to set your goal to, how much money you really need, etc. Um, and then also, you know, there's, that's always at risk. Um, and then, then I think another big issue that we see with crowdfunding is a lot of times, depending if your particular page gone viral, and let's be honest, in this day and age of 2019, going viral, your chances of it is pretty slim. It's very difficult. It's really more of the look of the draw in terms of things going viral in the first place. So because of that, your chances of it aren't going to be very high. So there's a very good shot. You probably won't even actually reach the very top of your goal, which isn't bad because you probably still will get a little bit of um, money and, you know, funding for that. But that could be discouraging to you who wants to start a business. And then also that could be, you know, making you think, well, maybe my idea is bad or whatever, which isn't the case. You shouldn't base your idea and business plan on the value of what you do or do not raise in terms of funding. So you shouldn't look at it as an all easy way to go out and get your complete funding that you need for your startup. Because a lot of times, most people probably don't ever actually reach their goals. Now, even with that being said, yes, you do get all the money pretty much that was donated to you minus the fee that the platform takes out. Um, so that isn't technically a bad thing. You could probably even refund the money if you chose to do so, if you decide, well, maybe this wasn't a very good idea. Um, but I'm pretty sure most people probably don't do that. That's up to you and the discretion of you as the person who is running the, the funding page. But simply put, you know, it's not an easy, quick thing. I think a lot of people get some misconception again, as they do in most things, especially in terms of business, that something is going to be super duper easy when it isn't. Nothing in life is easy, especially when it comes to business. And like well, anything, you know, you have to work for it. You can hustle, you can try to promote, you can ask people to share it, um, try to come up with a way to make it go viral, etc. Send it to your local news stations, whatever, your newspaper, whatever you may choose to do that, which could help it reach a little bit of a bigger variety of people and a bigger set um, audience, you know, a wider set of audience for you. But still, the likeliness of actually achieving that goal would be pretty much, I'd say probably even less than 50% at this point. Because like I said, a lot of people don't want to part with money, depending on your story, your goal, whatever. It really is going to depend a lot. And then some people would still go and visit on the page and read it. And then there's also possibility of you possibly even getting trolls on the page, knocking your plan, etc, etc. It's always possible. Now granted, I think that more or less happens again to the ones that go viral and people who have a bigger group of eyes on their page versus a smaller one. But still, it's always a risk in day and age and online. And um, that's something to keep in mind as well. So lastly, I want to know what you guys all think about crowdfunding. Do you like it? Have you used it? Do you think it's a good way for people to get funding for their goals and businesses? Are you someone who has used it and maybe had successfully ran a business? Do you want to share your story? I would love to hear everyone's thoughts and feedback on that. You can go ahead and tweet me at mvr00 on twitter.com. You can also go ahead and email me at bizblazes at juno.com. 
if you wish to contact me for more information, I do would love to hear from all of you. I know probably my opinion on crowdfunding is not very popular, which I understand. I know a lot of people are big fans of it. There's a lot of people who will go and back and fund things, and it can be great for the right the right person for the right company, right brand, right project. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying I don't think it should be the number one go-to source for funding. Um, if you are interested in alternative ways to fund your business, I do have other episodes all about that. Let me go ahead and tell you which ones. Let's go ahead. Okay. Uh, I have an episode called Do You Really Need Venture Capital, which goes into the details of what venture capital is, the different ways you can get started with it, and then also why you do or do not need it, which venture capital goes along with crowdfunding. Most people use crowdfunding for venture capital, but I also have some different scenarios and how you could get around that as an alternative. Uh, what to avoid in marketing. So if you are someone who is considering to do crowdfunding, that is a good episode to listen to see what you should avoid in terms of marketing because marketing, how you market your campaign is going to be very similar to how you probably would end up marketing your actual business when you get started. So that is something to keep in mind. It's a good reminder to let you know what should be and should not be done. Can you get rich quick online? So if you're somebody who's thinking you're going to try to get crowdfunding for a business that's going to keep you super rich, super fast, I recommend listening to that episode. As well as uh, what I wish I knew when I started, which is for my own example of what I wish I knew when I got started in business. Um, I do think it's a very good reminder for people. And then lastly, I will say I think this is an episode that definitely you should probably have more listens than it does, is what is failure. Basically, it's going on what can you say is failure versus what isn't, and who can be the one to decide what is failure for you versus not, which, again, is mostly tied towards the business aspect, but somebody who wants to run maybe a crowd campaign irregardless, it might be good to have that in mind to listen to as well if you don't reach your goal. Um, like I said, I would love to hear from any of my audience and fans if you want to talk about it or share your story of crowdfunding. Um, if you're somebody who is against it, like me, I would love to hear your reasoning. If you're somebody who is for it, I would love to hear your reasoning. I do want this podcast to be an open platform and dialogue for people to discuss things and talk about different opinions and aspects of running businesses and starting them. So I don't want to seem like, you know, this is a one horse show, um, one pony show in terms of what can be said and can't be said. I do want to be fair and balanced so I am open to people's ideas and concepts and that means if you also want to hear my opinion on a different topic maybe something slightly similar a little different I would love to know what you guys wish to listen to know about future episodes as well. So until next time I will catch you then.